hands, everybody, and everybody clap your hand. We lambda, 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 and Omega Moon. And we've come here on stage tonight to do a show for you. We got a rockin' rhythm and a high-tech sound that'll make you move your body down to the ground. We got Poindexter on the violin, and Lewis and Gilbert will be joining in. We got Booga Presley on the mean guitar, and a rap by little old me, Lamar. We got Takashi beating on his gong. The boys and the moves are clapping along. And just when you thought you seen it all, along comes a lambda four-foot tall. So won't you come on out here on the floor so we can work our bodies like never before. Break. This week on the podcast, uh, stand in line for the kissing booth, build your own robot for your dorm room, and perfect your limp-wristed throwing motion. That's right. This week, we're talking about Revenge of the Nerds on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love. <laughs> and I'm Jason Martin. I'm Paul Conlon. And with us today is... Crystal Michaels. Crystal Michaels. Yep. Back and, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Round two. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the movie uh, opens up with uh, Gilbert uh, in bed talking to his mom. Um, and uh, he's talking to his mom about it's about time to go to college. And, uh, and then uh, Lewis walks in. He's talking to uh, Gilbert's mom about how long it's going to take to get there. And he says, uh, depends on how many ARVs, um, which is, uh, I can't remember now. It's like, Average restroom visits or yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're talking about going off to college. So uh, did you catch the mom's name? I don't remember now. So uh, She's familiar, but I don't remember now. No, not the actress. The character. So no. Lewis right. calls her Flo. Okay. And then later on, we learn when they chose what they choose, that Gilbert's last name is uh, Lo. So her name is Flo Lo. Really? Yes. <laughs> is it? Yes. Oh yeah, low. L O W E. Yeah, yeah, low. So her name is Flo Low. No, they never say it joke. directly, but well, part of it's here, part of it's there. Oh, okay. Boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> I, I missed that. Flo-Lo, yeah. Okay. I didn't know it either until I read the whole trivia stuff. Okay. That's funny. I missed that. Um, but you know, they're talking about going to college, and uh, Gilbert's a little reticent about uh, the whole thing, and then Lewis. Yanks the covers down. And he's fully dressed. Fully dressed, ready to go. Of course, pocket protectors. You know they gotta have pocket protectors to make sure everyone knows they're a nerd. Oh, they it's the made 80s. us cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cried because I didn't have one. No, really? Because you didn't have a pocket protector. Oh, I was a nerd, man. You have no idea. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw showing the pictures earlier. That was me. Yeah, nerd boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wore high water pants. Like I was waiting for a flood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I whistled through my teeth because I'm a big old guy. You know. Yeah. 
pants are way up to here. <laughs> Try to slouch because I'm too tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so you see, uh, uh, Lewis's dad uh, is uh, driving him to college, uh, played by the great James Cromwell. Oh, not in this movie. It was Jamie Cromwell. Right. He was listed as Jamie Cromwell. Played yeah. Lewis's dad, driving him to school. Uh, James Cromwell. Babe. Uh, Babe. Star Trek. First Contact. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, James Cromwell is a movie in a movie we haven't done yet on my list, who is most definitely the villain in uh, a great drama uh, we'll, we'll be doing later on. So you can figure that out. Revenge of the Nerds Part 3? No, no. <laughs> but uh, James Cromwell is the villain in a fantastic drama that we haven't done yet on my list. Y'all can try to look it up and figure it out. Uh, but also, the first reason I knew James Cromwell was, for sure, Stretch Cunningham. All in the Family. Right? In the early years of All in the Family, Archie would talk about the guy he worked with called Stretch Cunningham. You never saw him. But in the later years, James Cromwell was on All in the Family as Stretch Cunningham. And he would come in and tell stupid jokes, and Archie was the only one that laughed at him. (laughs) Meathead and Gloria and even Edith were like, what? 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 Archie would laugh his ass off at him, and no one else found him funny except Archie. But yeah, James Cromwell was Stretch Cunningham. You said Stretch Cunningham. First thing I thought it was Happy Day. Happy Day, exactly. But no. No, it was uh, from all in the family. Um, yeah, that was uh, Archie's uh, friend from work. But yeah, he's had a big movie career. I know he played, because uh, he actually looks a lot like him, played George Bush Sr. in at least a couple movies. Oh, gosh, George Bush Sr. That was in um, with uh, um, uh, Harold and Kumar, right? And then he got him stoned, you know, and they fall into the White House and everything. Oh, really? Was he? Well, yes, I mean, well, I don't know if he who, who that is. Or, but I just remember... Maybe. Did he play Maybe George Sr. and W? I think he's played him at least a couple movies because he looks a shitload like George Bush Sr. He's played him at least a couple All I know movies. is they do have George Bush Sr. and I thought that I was I can't great. remember now. He might have. And he's like, probably not. Smoke sweet, you know? Probably not because he's a dramatic, usually, you know, guy, but he might have been. Know. I'm not sure, but all I know is he looked just like him. I thought it was. Oh, yeah. no, wait a minute. What is that? He might have been in He's probably in W. George Bush. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was Quentin. I can't remember now. Gosh. I mean, George George W. was president when him, her, Kumar. I know. Him. I had a pet now, mouse that I named after him. And it George had millions. W? Yes. And he was the, the mouse stud and he had millions of babies. Yeah. And me and my brother started breeding them. Yeah. And then, you know, I mated my, my mouse <laughs> with his and he lived forever. And we would go and sell them to jungle pets. I'm really? talking about, we'd, they'd, we'd have 100 babies at a time. Really? Oh, George Bush rocked, man. <laughs> <laughs> he rocked out with his cocoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, and as they're driving down the road, uh, the theme song, perfect person to do a theme song, Revenge of the Nerds, Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al rocks. I played that for some uh, time. I was listening to something else in the credits. Uh, the Mulligans? Uh, well, it was it was him. I didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't realize that, but it was him for sure. He was definitely doing a, you know, maybe you could say a Devo type song, you know. Um, I don't know, but Devo, Devo, yeah, like Devora. No, no, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, it was definitely Weird Al. It might have been listed differently. It was him for sure. Um, and uh, they asked, uh, they asked the the dad, you know, 
you know, where are we going? And he's like, cruise control set at, cruise control set at 35. And all We're the driving down the interstate, driving <laughs> 35. And all the cars are honking, honking at him. And this is something weird that I just recently realized, I guess, is all three grown men sitting in the front seat of the car seems kind of weird on a, a seven-hour road trip. It was a station wagon. <laughs> had the bench seats up front. Who wants the bench seats back? are awesome. A seven-hour road trip, and they're all sitting in the front I seat. I wouldn't want to be in the back seat if I was a dude. Yeah. You're there with, know. like, you're, you're the bitch, basically. Yeah, well, You're yeah. getting up the butt. Yeah. You're in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a little, I think it was a weird Not thing they did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're talking about... Uh, uh, Lewis is on his ca- scientific calculator uh, talking about, you know, there's whatever, there's whatever it is. There's like 13, 12,000 students at Adams College. 58% of them are women. You know what that means? 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad says, you college guys are all alike. All you care about is getting laid. So I wish I was going with you. You know. <laughs> And they all laugh at him, like, and uh, you know they they're saying goodbyes, like try not to break too many hearts. It hasn't been exactly a problem yet. And they have a giant trunk on the on the hood on the roof of the car, which is great. A monster trunk. It's bigger than it's bigger than John Candy's truck in Plain Trans Automobile. It's big enough to live in. Right, right. It's ridiculously <laughs> huge trunk, um, and uh, you know they're trying to get they're having a little pep talks with each other, you know, saying goodbye and getting the trunk off there and they're carrying the trunk across campus. And that's when you see Ogre on top of the Alpha Beta house. Nerds. 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 Who are they talking to? You know, I think they're talking to us. And uh, it kills me that they apparently the dad drops them off on one side of campus and they had to carry that trunk all the way across campus to the dorm. When you can do right. The dorm. right, right. Yeah, exactly. And they're crossing they're like over like there's there's like a couple making out on the grass. A and picnic, they, picnic, a picnic, and they knock them out, you know, with the trunk, and uh, and the yeah, pretty soon you see the uh, the alpha beta party, and they're doing stair diving. <laughs> stair diving. Yeah, well, like one guy says, stair diving. They, they, they have a little baby pool they, they, at the bottom of with beer. Full, full beer. And they go down the stairs. And he jumps down the stairs. And jumps into the baby pool. Yeah. Oh, he jumps on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stair diving. Yeah, into oh, a pool gosh. of beer. Beer, yeah, pool of beer. Be so fun. No, like it's the, hold on, there's no cans. It's just beer. So I it does. It's just full of beer. Yeah. It won't last long. I did notice how, uh, <laughs> how they really try to go for the slapstick. Oh yeah. Why I'm really, I guess I didn't really notice it the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But what really brought it home to me was when they were taking the trunk off and he would undo the. Uh, uh, you hear this doing sound like from a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I paid more attention to all that stuff. Yeah. in the movie. Oh, they're really more. Really trying to go over the top slaps. Right. They didn't really succeed every time. Right, right. The but cartoon. Then, there was a cartoon boing sound. They were probably trying to go through the three stooges. And yeah. Kind yeah. of. Uh, that, their little little thing was, was, was nice. I wish they'd follow through on some other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so you see them stair diving. And, uh, and then Lewis and uh, Gilbert are talking about their dorm room. And this is something... That was in 1984 was probably over the top silly. And they're talking about, I wonder if they let us have a little fridge in here. No, we're going to have a, we can have a fridge and a microwave. At the time, that sounded crazy. You'd have a microwave in your dorm room. Really? Like, yeah. They were monster big. They were, they were as big as an oven back then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but also, you know, that's something 
that seems very expensive to just have in the dorm room. Yeah, right? we didn't have a microwave till years later. I was four, what four? What no six at that time? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't install a microwave till I was like ten. Yeah, and then having them in your dorm room at the time seemed ridiculous. You know, like <laughs> like, um, and uh, he talks about his robot he has that's gonna make everything easier and it's gonna alert us if one of us is near with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then uh you get back to the alpha beta house and uh you're burning down the house playing and uh and what happens and uh you have the the guy with the fireball. grain alcohol which he calls fireball <laughs> which the grain alcohol which is actually more powerful the grain alcohol it's 188 proof instead of 180 proof and he's blowing you know the fireballs and uh he does two of them and then the third one he aims right the, the curtains uh, <laughs> Actually, he turns right to the camera. Right. And right. to the camera. Yes. And I think the director set the curtains on fire. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a little inside baseball. But yeah, he set the curtains on fire. Um, he blows them right in the curtains and burning on the house was playing. And now they're seeing our house. Our house. Our house is burning down. And uh, The roof. The yeah. roof. Yeah. The roof is, is on fire. fire. <laughs> we don't need the water. Not the motherfucker. <laughs> yep. And uh, right after this, because, uh, okay, we get uh, get to meet John Goodman, which probably for most people is the first time you ever see him in anything. Uh, no one. I remember him from this. I remember him in uh, Seal of Love. Right. I remember, obviously, Roseanne later mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I remember which came first, but I think this was the first time. Oh, Seal of Love was like 89. Roseanne yeah. was like 87, 88. Yeah. So. So this oh, yeah. was probably the I first time. time. Definitely, I mean, he was in the Talking Heads video, but that even that was probably a year after this. Mm-hmm. So um, this is the first time most people ever saw John Goodman playing a football coach. And John Goodman is in, I don't know how many movies on my list John Goodman is in, but there's there's got to be, there's got to be four more at least that John Goodman's in for sure. He's in that one with um. Uh, he what? was in Raising Arizona. We've already done. Yeah, we've already done that. That was on the list. We've been in a number of Cohen Brothers movies. I'm yes, sure one or two more are going to be on your oh, list. Oh, brother, it's on my list. Wasn't he in the one with Rosie O'Donnell and the sex thing, I'm like the sex movie? Uh, she wore the bondage leather. Rosie what O'Donnell. Was that? Yes. Oh no. Yeah, the maybe, but the, which, the, where they went to the island. Yeah. Yes, they went to the island. Was he was. Was he in that? Well, the, she, he was with her in Flintstones. Yeah, he yeah. was with her definitely yeah. in Flintstones, but yeah. I do remember her in the bondage. And I remember all these guys who would never think she was hot. I was like, dude, she's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, I don't even know what that movie is. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so that. That's not on my list, but he's probably in four more movies on my list, I think. so. Uh, he's of, in a series movie with a stash. Oh, yeah? Like a porn star stash. Oh, yeah? yeah? Which one's that? Gosh. Let me look it up. I don't know. Of course, he was also in Community. He was in Community for like five or six episodes, too. He played the head of the uh, air conditioning oh, yeah. um, wing of, uh, of the uh, Greendale College. Yeah, what he trying to uh, strong on the... Uh, Troy. Strong on someone. Right. Troy was like a, like a... Like he was like had talent for air conditioning. You know, he was trying to recruit him into that. But uh, John Goodman in many, many more, more movies for sure. And uh, he's doing the uh, pep talk, or I guess you'd say, to the Alpha Betas whose house just burned down, which pretty much all the football players were in Alpha Beta. And uh, he basically tells them to, those freshmen are living in the dorm over there. 
So all the alpha beta football players go over and just grab all the freshmen and throw them out the windows <laughs> and uh, toss them out on the street. They're all like half naked. And so they basically they toss them out. And uh, so the alpha betas are living in the freshman dorm now. So all the freshmen, including Lewis and Gilbert, have to go find a place to live. And so you, this is where you meet Dean Yolick, the dean of the place, of the college, uh, talking to the nerds in the gym. And uh, they're basically living in half of the basketball court is where they're living. And he said, you can stay in the gym as long as you like, or at least until basketball season. And uh, the dean is taking role for everyone who's there. It's a good way to meet all the characters. You get to meet uh, Wormser and Booger. Poindexter. Poindexter. And, of course, Lamar. Lamar, yeah. You get to meet all the people. That's a good – That's a good Takashi. Takashi, yeah. Get, it's a good exposition thing to be able to meet, you know, everyone. And to give their name. Coyote Ugly. Oh, he was in that. <laughs> oh, right, right. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on the list of his movies here, but I did not see the Rosie O'Donnell bondage movie. Okay, yeah. I'm so totally I don't think he was in that. that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, don't, I mean, I don't remember. Um, and uh, you have Takashi talking to Booger, and uh, Takashi says, why, why do they call you Booger? He's like, I don't know. And he's sitting there picking his nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, you have... Uh, Lewis and Gilbert. Uh, Exit walk. to Eden. Sorry. Exit to Eden? <laughs> yeah. Dan Eckward was in that. No, sorry. That was Dan Eckward. Oh, okay. Good. Um, you have uh, uh, Lewis and Gilbert walk by the uh, the pie, the sorority house, and Betty Childs is out there, and they ask Betty. Air pie? Well, not yet, <laughs> but yeah. They asked her, uh, um, you know, what a good fraternity joins, like, you guys are definitely alpha betas. <laughs> and they're like, isn't the alpha betas all the jocks? Like, yeah, no, seriously, alpha betas. So Lewis and Gilbert go to the alpha beta house, and uh, it's all dark. And uh, it's good where you get to meet uh, Ted McGinley's character. And uh, here, you'll need these. And they're like, he puts rubbers. They're like, rubbers? What do we need these for? And you hear the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, have also you have Booger and Takashi uh, playing playing cards. Takashi says, "I think I have a fresh." Mm-hmm. Booger says, "What the fuck is a fresh?" Okay. Two sevens and two two sevens. That beats a fresh. <laughs> and uh, it's where Lewis is like a tutor for like a computer lab, and he meets Judy, which becomes his girlfriend. And uh, Michelle Myring. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she uh, is doing. Whatever, Lewis shows her something that's impossible to do on a computer. All of a sudden, he makes a picture of her and him holding hands and whatever. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and uh, he goes back and tells uh, tells the guys, I met a girl. And Booger says, did you get in her pants? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, that she's not that kind of girl. And Booger says, why does she have a penis? <laughs> there is a band that used that, that, those lines in the song. Really? Lyrics. The trivia here. I was reading about these the whole, the whole five or six lines here. Oh, really? Part of, part of their lyrics for that I, for I, that part of the lyrics. Yes. Really? Huh. Up to and including why did she have a penis? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I love this little thing. Uh, Takashi 
uh, is uh, is basically the uh, towel boy for the football team. He's in the locker room, right? The Japanese guy, and they're all throwing their jocks in the <laughs> basket, right? And then Ted McGinley comes up and he's like, "Do you know karate?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Good." So he puts the jock over his face, you know. <laughs> he has some first, do you know karate? Um, and uh, the um, and uh, they're out looking. So they decide Lewis decides they're out. They need to find their own places. So you see them all, you know, whatever canvas in the neighborhood and uh, talking to different people. And then Lewis finds the house. It's a big house, but it's all run down. Everything's beat up. Um, so he finds the uh, the perfect house. But then they, they all get there and they look like, ugh, what the hell? But this montage is such a great montage. You hear the song One Foot in Front of the Other playing. And, I mean, that song wasn't really a hit, but, I mean, it's well-remembered, I think, because of this movie. And you see them all like vacuuming, and you see the robot, you know, vacuuming or painting, and uh, so preparing, cleaning up, making it a home. Yeah, yeah, and, a uh, home for the nerds. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the robot is helping, and you see Booger's wearing a shirt that says "Give me head till I'm dead." <laughs> <laughs> and then the the robot is watering the lawn. They're <laughs> so advanced back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I would have a robot watering my lawn. Yeah, that would be cutting awesome. my grass. Yeah. I could have them do that. Yeah. A Roomba. We're going to have a Roomba and a uh, lawnmower together. Yeah. Just have it roaming around the yard continuously cutting grass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, see, I saw a video where you take a, a stake in the middle mm-hmm. and you put the robot yeah, on it. I saw just... that. I saw that. Yeah. The mower. Yeah. yeah. Then you had to go out and cut the corners. That's true. But, yeah. 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 Shoot. You can watch it do most of the work. Mm hmm. Yeah, I did see that like six months ago or something. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Um, or you can get a goat. Yeah, true. Goats are so random. They eat these grasses, but not those. Yeah, so picky. My yeah. goat's going to get a spanking or it's going to eat what I say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're in the. Uh, after this, the Alpha Betas, uh, I can't remember what they did, but they, they uh, did something in their house or something at this point. Um, and that's why they go to the police station. Oh, well, so, but uh, Stan and this girl arrive by on a scooter. Yeah, yeah. No, they've got a house and you don't. So right. they throw a rock to the uh, Oh, okay. They throw a rock to the window. You know, nerds go home or nerds get out. Yeah. Like that. yeah. They go to the cops and the cops say, the only thing they can take care of this, the only thing can solve your problem is the Greek council. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, while they're at the, the uh, police station, the cop says that guy was arrested for mopery. Said, What's mopery? It's exposing yourself to a blind person. <laughs> that was one of the producers, by the way. I, you know, I thought so because it seemed like something a director or producer would like. Was so that a real thing? When they were looking for the house nah. and Lamar no, comes right, across yeah. the big cowboy guy comes out. Right, goes, right. Hello, uh, just checking by. That was one of the producers as well. Oh, was it? Okay. I knew that. I figured the mopery, the blind, the mopery guy was probably a bullshit. Uh, like a producer or something just in there for nothing. Um, so they go to the meet, meet the Greek council and uh, with uh, the alpha betas and everything in charge. And they basically tell them, go, go away. And you can't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they tell them to go away. Like, you can't do that. Um, and uh, 
they said they basically have to be a, uh, a fraternity to do anything. So that's when they get in contact with Lambda Lambda Lambda, who we find out is an all-black fraternity. And yes. uh, they come to meet with them uh, with the great Bernie Casey, who's the head of the uh, national head of the Lambda Lambda Lambdas. Yes. And uh, they realize they have to. When uh, <clears throat> she points out their, their bylaws. Yeah. They have to put anyone who, 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 uh, who uh, applies right. on a 60-day probation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he says, I'm Bernie Casey. He's like, I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, you're nerds. You know? <laughs> and his character's name, Ewan Jefferson, is, is, uh, is uh, his character name. And that's funny because uh, I got through this movie how the inclusion there was a pretty standard uh, uh, message it even brings today. You know, mm-hmm. they were accepting and they let him in and by the movie, they were one of the best Lambda 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 characters yeah. ever. Right. Um, uh, so that, that kind of inclusion being is pretty good, timeless. Yeah, yeah. And he mentions, which he mentions, I guarantee you we'll, ha- we'll, we'll help your J- grade point average. Highest grade point average. <laughs> point average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That far it is, I don't know, that, but you know, um, yeah, it's it's uh, and you have uh, Takashi again is more making fun of the uh, his accent. He's talking about you can have robster craws for the for the party. What, what the fucking robster, <laughs> robster craws? Um, and Booger is talking to Takashi like uh, it's not a girl, it's a pie. What's a pie stand for? Hair pie. <laughs> <laughs> so he explains Takashi what hair pie is. Um, that reminds me of uh, a guy I used to work with at Domino's about six, seven years ago. He was a Chinese guy and he barely spoke English. But one time, one day on a podcast on Comedy Bang Bang, I heard a term I hadn't heard in a long time. And the term was eating, ain't cheating. Eating, ain't cheating. <laughs> oh, my And this God. Chinese guy, I told him, I told him, I told him about eating, ain't cheating. Oh my gosh! So he, so he would walk around. He walk around Domino's all day long, eating ain't cheating, eating <laughs> cheating. <laughs> and that's kind of what Takashi does in this movie. He keeps saying hair pie, hair pie, and taking Man. pictures of them. Yeah, hair yeah. pie, hair yeah. pie. Yeah, he did take pictures during the party. That's right, right. right. <laughs> picture they have clothes on, but he's taking pictures of the crotches. You know, um, okay. yeah, and. uh you have the uh, party they invite uh, UN Jefferson to the Lambdas, uh, and you know Lamar and his date are the only ones dancing. You know his guy has that he has a date with the only ones dancing, and uh, Lewis, you know, puts on a song he thinks that uh, UN will like better. Sweet cherry. Uh, and, about two bars in, and Lamar's over there ripping it. Right, up. right. Sorry. sorry. And getting but, him the look. But it's crazy yeah. that that Sweet Little like Sweet Chariots, that's already the second time this has come up on the podcast. It is. Blazing Saddles. Because uh, they're yeah. asking about, how about the song, you know, Blazing That's about the black guys. How about Swing Low Sweet Chariot, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, and then during the party, you have Poindexter playing the violin. And everyone's just like standing around. So, uh, uh-huh. Timothy Buster played the volume right. in mm-hmm. the movie. Okay. Michelle Myrie. Played the accordion in okay. the movie. Um, everyone who played their instruments, even Chris Armstrong playing the guitar, they played it in the movie. Of course, it sounded horrible. Because, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, 
uh, Busfield was told that he was going to be overdubbed with a real violinist who could actually play because he's oh, nervous to be able to play. Right. Instead, they kept his screeching in there. Right. So all that was was him playing it. Okay. Oh, okay. Plus, uh, everything he, he was playing was a slow down version of what he played at the end. That big music. Oh, finish. was it? Okay. It was, like, it was like he was practicing the whole time to do that. Right. He's always basically going was going back and forth. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. I, mean, I could probably do that. I don't ever <laughs> touch the violin. So, yeah, that, that was great. And then, yeah, I had her playing the. Uh, the accordion, trying to get everyone to sing along with her, <laughs> like whatever song was. Say, say you want to be free. Say, say you want to be. Uh, Do they even have accordions anymore? Yeah, I don't know if many people play them. Yeah, let's ask Weird Al if they still have right. accordions. <laughs> right, right, right. Weird Al, do they still have accordions? No. Yeah, <laughs> and in fact, they whoever wrote the book about Weird Al a few years ago. It's actually called Weird According Accordion to Al. Weird Accordion to Al. That's funny. According well, that's to his, funny. his best instrument. So, White um, and nerdy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and this, everyone's like really bored and then Booger breaks up the joints and everyone just goes wild. All of a sudden you hear Thriller playing. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah. get wrong with Thriller. Yeah, and uh, this, uh, this that song, that song was not that old when the song, you know, when the movie. No, came that's out. what I mean. That made every leather jacket known to me, and to this day, yeah, freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thriller was still a you know fairly new song at this point. I mean, it had been less than a year since it had been on the charts, so it was a pretty new song. I need to go get a new Michael Jackson jacket. Is there a new Michael Jackson jacket? Okay. I mean, you know, like the version of Red, the oh, like, gotcha. like 40 zippers like on now it. Now that's still available. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. I love all those zippers. Yeah. <laughs> um, tight. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma and then, tight. And then we have uh, Wormser here, which we haven't talked about yet. Is the, the kid who's like 12 years old who was smart, so he's got into college. You got him <laughs> talking to the women, but he's talking to the breasts because he's so short. <laughs> and then he looks at the camera. And, you know, it's funny that uh, mm -hmm. back in the 80s, like the breasts were the big deal. Everybody was about the breast, and then you know, you bring it back to the '90s, and it's all about the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally... I think it's still about the ass. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And we'll be back right after this. Holy guys, this is a historic moment. All right, say cheese, cheese. cheese. Got it. <laughs> Bye, Dad. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Bye, Mr. Skolnick. Ride careful, Dad. <laughs> You know, Gilbert, I feel different already. Like, uh, more mature. Yeah, looks like we're in for quite a change. I'll say. Parties, meeting new people. This is really gonna be great. I don't know. Just relax, be yourself. Like Davy Crockett always said, you sure you're right? Then go ahead.
anyway, college is a whole new ballgame. People judge you different when they did in high school. Where are they? I think they're talking about us. No way. Okay, we're back here on the podcast talking about Revenge of the Nerds and this uh, movie on Rotten Tomatoes, 70. 70. Yeah, you know, given it's a raunchy kind of sex comedy. It's aged a little bit too, yeah. Yeah, this is a movie that is... uh, Stuck in the years almost. This is a movie that... uh, I still love it, but this is a movie that is very not politically correct. <laughs> now, didn't they have Siskel and Ebert back then? To oh yeah, they did. So where did they give it? I'm not sure. I'm guessing they probably two thumbs down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It certainly was. <laughs> if they compared it favorably to anything, probably to Porky's. Right. <laughs> right. It it probably uh, it was the be- it was better than most of the sex comedies, but still, it was a sex comedy. So you sh- I'm surprised you don't have Police Academies on here. Barely missed my list. I watched it. I, I remember in. those. Like, oh, I, I love the first time. one. Yeah, I love the first three. But yeah. we've already talked about it. Barely missed my list. Like, it's a number. By the time we hit uh, number thirty-one, I thought it was coming back around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this movie came out in nineteen eighty-four. Uh, the budget uh, somewhere in, in somewhere between six and eight million for the budget, and the box office was sixty million dollars. So, it did pretty good for back then. Not a massive hit, but it's certainly a hit. Didn't Napoleon sequel after sequel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Napoleon Dynamite just wasn't that like a college thing? And they made a killing. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite did great. Yeah, nerd movies are freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Nerds and sex. Yeah, (laughs) freaks and geeks. Yeah. And then the adjusted box office one hundred fifty million for this, so pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, I played the flute. Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, this movie really good. Oh, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, this movie came out August tenth, nineteen eighty four. Crystal, when when did you first see the movie? Do you remember? Oh gosh, I was. I mean, I was six when that movie came out. I didn't watch TV until I was much older, really. So yeah, I don't know. I was probably about fourteen, maybe. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw it within a week or so of it coming out. Okay. Deep in and watching movies. Or... Yeah. I definitely saw this movie in theaters for sure. And my mom took me to see this in the theaters. Did she really? Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Did she know what she was getting into? I don't think so. <laughs> but she never really wanted to watch it. I know that when I saw it, I definitely didn't want a hair pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. And uh, yeah. So my mom took me to see this movie, which I mentioned several times at Tiger Valley Cinemas in Fairmont, West Virginia. And go Tigers. <laughs> Tigert. Tiger is oh, a river. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, the movie uh, was a little embarrassing to watch with your mom when you're. Oh, of course. Did she not find 13, it embarrassing? 12, 13. Yeah. Well, embarrassing for me, for sure, yeah. Oh, gosh. What is that stripper movie that came out 
uh, it was on DVD. I think it was last year. Yeah. Me and Sienna, I think it was, mm-hmm. I believe it was like Valentine's Day or something. Usually mm-hmm. I always spend Valentine's Day with the kids. And, yeah. Yes. And it's like, um, gosh, you know, the, it was like Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was like, well, I got to see this movie. And yeah. So we rented it and we were like, ordered Chinese and we're watching it. And we're like, oh, God. I was like, what am I watching? And of course, she's still grown. Yeah, she was 22. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck am I watching? Your daughter's in her 20s when you watch (laughs) it. I'm like, what the hell did you read? She's like, oh, God, Mama, I didn't know it was this bad. But I'm like 12 watching it with my mom. That's freaky. (laughs) And, yeah, the scene comes up, you know, we've got Bush. We've got Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a very memorable. I definitely remember watching this. Was your mom like, go, go, yeah, Yeah, Bush. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. She stayed, she was sitting there, but, you know. She didn't laugh? I don't know. She liked the movie, but, yeah. Um, Yeah. So I remember for sure. There's some movies I don't remember, but that one. I remember you couldn't sure. see the look of embarrassment on her face in the dark. No, 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 definitely. <laughs> that not. is the ultimate joy of being in a movie theater with your parents. Too dark to see what they're thinking. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's too dark for them to see what you're thinking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the, the director on this movie, Jeff Canoe. Hey. Uh, I definitely had to look it up because I didn't know it. Hey, uh, did you do anything else? He did uh, a couple big movies. He did Tough Guys, which was the last oh. uh, with Burt Lancaster, Burt Lancaster and uh, and uh, Tony Curtis, right? I think so. Um, yeah, Burt definitely was in that. Burt Lancaster, I think Tony Curtis, and then he did a movie that's it's pretty bad, but it's a favorite of young girls. Troop Beverly Hills with Shelley Long. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I didn't. I don't think it's good, but. It's definitely oh, a movie man. that uh, little kids. It's definitely a movie. It's definitely a movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jeff Canoe. I don't know. K N O K N K A N E W. So I don't know. Um, and uh, I want to mention uh, a few people in this movie. Matt Salinger, who played Burke, who was pretty much the third Alpha Beta. I think he's listed as the second with well with Gib right being third ogre. Right, uh, Ted Mealy first, but mm-hmm. of course, Matt Salinger, famous superhero in movies. Right, he played oh, Captain no. America in the 1990 Captain America movie. Son of a famous man, too. Who? Yeah. You don't know his dad? No. The ever elusive, ever exclusive J.D. Salinger, Catcher in what? the Rye. Yes, Matt Salinger what? is the. Son I didn't of know that. The other Catcher in the Rye. Isn't that like a serial killer movie? No, no, no. Well, no, uh, Catching the Rise is like a famous American it's like, novel. And it, the author, J.D. Salinger, wrote it and then kind of disappeared. So he's always he's still alive, I think. What is I think he just died a couple Sarah years ago. Oh, well, he, he was always very... Uh, Several serial killers have read Catching the Rise. Yes. And, um, and use that as... That's, uh, where, you're, that's where you get it from. As yeah. a, a thought process to, to the wrong conclusions about what they should be doing in their, with their lives. Yeah. Oh, so it actually had like... Is like, in it? No, 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 it didn't. It, it was more it like you got people coming into their own mm-hmm. and realizing what their purpose in life was. It's really more like a so like, all American coming age movie. Imagine that. A book, I should say. But imagine reading that and realizing, man, you can do just whatever I want and what you want is go kill people. That's horrible. Yeah. Because yeah. um, didn't Mark David Chapman read it? The guy that uh, shot John Lennon? The uh, Not only that, but. Uh, or the guy that shot Reagan, right? The, the movie with the conspiracy theory with the Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. They use that as a plot point that the CIA would would uh, oh, would uh, hypnotize you people, and mm-hmm. they used Catcher in the Rye as a trigger. 
Yeah. They send them looking for the book. They pick it up and they go do something. Right. And then they'd be caught with the book right. and everything goes to the book, but the book was a trigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Supposedly there was a, if you bought Catcher and Rye at a bookstore, the CIA would have your name on file. You think that's true? No. No, but that was that was the that was the thought because it inspired some serial killers or some 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 assassinations. Put it that way, not necessarily serial killers, but assassinations. So, I wonder if Monster, that lady, the tree story. Yeah, I don't know her name, but I wonder if she. Eileen Warners. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure she read anything, but well, based on the movie, her circumstances were more you know growing up abused and just. Yeah. Turning it on and going around her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that about. I mean, yeah. it's unusual last name. I, maybe I should look it up. But anyway, I looked at I looked at his name because he was Captain America. Yes. <laughs> In the 1990 Captain the, America the movie, first ever Captain America movie, and considered one of the worst superhero movies ever made. Is that where they made Captain Underpants? No. That was a cartoon, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think that was a general just funny idea kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and you have the great Ted McGinley in here. And Ted McGinley, I mean, this is certainly his biggest movie role, uh, playing the head of the Alpha Betas. And uh, Ted McGinley is pretty famous in TV shows for being the uh, the sitcom killer kind of thing. Because... The, the second husband in Married with Children. Right. The uh, photographer on Love Boat. Right. He came in at the end of the love boat. It got canceled. He came in end of happy days. It got canceled. Mm-hmm. And he came in, not really the end, but he yeah, came he in. About halfway through. Right. I mean, he was on there longer than the other guy. Oh, yes. But he was on there. Point is, he was there at the end kind of thing. And uh, there was even a joke on Married with Children, I remember, where he's talking to Al and he's like, hey, Fonzie, I mean, Captain Steubing, I mean, Al. <laughs> so they had a little meta joke about the. Him being on two other big shows. Um, he's on some pretty famous shows, for sure. So, And then you have Donald Gibb, who played Ogre. And uh, Ogre, I know, is going to usually play a biker kind of guy or whatever. Uh, he's probably more famous recently for playing one of the Vikings in the uh, Capital One commercials. Remember the Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the Viking commercials. Yeah. You know, what's in your wall with the Vikings? You yeah. the Vikings. I mean Vikings. Mm-hmm. He was on... Uh, a late episode of Cheers, uh, where he was like a biker who uh, I can't remember. Like somebody got him fired, and they were afraid of him, and they hired him as a bouncer or something like that. Uh, but Donald Gibb. If uh, anyone got a biker fired, fired it would have to be Cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Curtis Armstrong, Booger. Okay. Um, I mean, after this movie, he sometimes you just have to say, "What the fuck." Yeah, Booger's kind of like the Seth Rogen of nerds, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Yeah. Wait a minute, what's that from? I know you mentioned, but I can't remember. Sometimes you just have to say... It's uh, Risky fuck. Business? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Risky Business, yeah. He was the, the buddy friend. Right, right. He, he was in Risky Business. Who Booger was? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, which is before yeah. this, like a year before mm-hmm. this, yeah. Um, but, you know, for many years, he was on Moonlighting, too. Yeah. Uh, which was a very popular show. Oh, so I remember that, but I like I do and I don't. Yeah. So apparently when he got uh, hired to play the character Booger in the show, he told his friend Bronson Pinchot, I don't know if I want to do this. I do not want to be on camera with my finger at my nose. <laughs> yeah. 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 And of course, this has become his like most famous role. Ever. Right. 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 
Shoot, I'd put my finger up my nose if I was on camera. Yeah. All day yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> And how much you want to pay me? How many fingers are you going to get up there? All right, yeah. and I'll stick them all up there. <laughs> yeah. And okay, now he's been for a long time a cartoon voice on one of the longest running shows of all time, American Dad. You know what his character's name is on American Dad? Isn't he the young? No. He plays uh, the son, Steve's best friend. Burger? No. <laughs> his character's name is Snot. Oh, okay. Which is definitely a reference to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he's one of the few on cartoons, usually young young boys are played by women. He's one of the few adult men that plays a young boy on a cartoon because usually it's like Nancy Cartwright playing yeah. Bart Simpson, you know. Yeah. Right. And he, so he, he plays Snot and that's been on for 15 years. So, you know. Gosh, this is reminding me of Howie Mandel. Yeah. Walk like a man. <laughs> I've seen that, oh, yeah. I love that. I remember Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Yes, and he's got the slime. He smells oh, it. Oh, it's been a long time since <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. And he sneezes, and it, it comes out of his nose, and it's green slime. It's all over his hands, and he's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, so good. I liked it when I was a kid, but I don't know if I, I probably like that one now. I probably <laughs> still love it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you also have... Uh, I was going to mention here um, this movie um, because I was in a fraternity and I lived in a frat house for three years. So this movie and Animal House, you know, it influenced me a little bit. You two know, the big frat movies. Yeah, the two. I mean, Animal House is the biggest frat movie of all time. Friends and Nerds is second. I mean, there's no question. So yeah. did you do weird things Unless when you, you were in the school. frat house? Oh yeah. Were there goats and condoms? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. You have been with a goat? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I lived in a you know frat house for three years, and there was like I mean we watched Revenge of Nerds wasn't something we watched very often, but Animal House we watched hundred times. Well, I gotta hear all your stories. I've never yeah. heard them. Oh yeah, and uh, the one thing I was gonna mention Secret Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, specific thing is uh, they they go later on they go to the uh, they have to win the what the Greek Carnival. The Carnival, right? Well. We didn't have a Greek carnival. We had uh, a year-long, uh, you know, school year-long intramural sports competition against the other fraternities, and we were we were definitely the second most athletic frat. Uh, the Teeks were the ones that had some, you know, a bunch of guys on the baseball team and the football the team. TKE, yeah, Tau Kappa Epsilon. I was in Sigma Pi. And uh, we were definitely the second uh, second uh, biggest fraternity as far as that goes. And the Teeks always won the intramural championship for the year, always. But one year I was in charge of it, and I I basically read the rule book uh, to take advantage of the fact that, like, the major sports like uh, softball and football and basketball and volleyball is a major sport, they – like, for example, they were worth 125 points if you finished in first. And like a minor sport like ping pong was 65 points. But the difference between first and second was still the same, 10 points, right? So there's really no difference as long as you participated, right? So in other words, football was equally important important to whatever racquetball, as long as you participated. So as long as we got at least racquetball second. Racquetball was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about mm. it. And like, so I exploited the fact that those other sports were just as important as long as you showed up. 
and you got second place in football and softball and basketball and volleyball. And we won stuff like ping pong because I was great at ping pong and horseshoes and racquetball and tennis. Yeah, cornhole. No, there's no cornhole going around. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and we won. What city were you, was this in? West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, there was cornhole. Oh, yeah. About yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was goat loving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you name uh, a bigger? Well, sheep, you know, sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Sheep. Sheep. But yeah, like, we why won. can't you do goats? Because uh, well, as George Carlin pushed, uh, George Carlin talked about uh, you know why do you fuck sheep on the edge of a cliff? Because the sheep pushes back. Oh, yeah! Wow. Um, so, yeah. But uh, anyway, we won intramural <laughs> champions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. It. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Change subjects. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta wipe my crown. Right. Wow. And what about the goats? Why can't you? I don't know. They'll keep going. Yeah, goats are just. They love they just you? They don't No, they'll, just, they'll keep going. Yeah, goats are just one. There's goats. <laughs> they oh love this. Gosh, they might uh, try mm-hmm. to eat your wing wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the the soundtrack of this movie. This movie has several good original songs, but I want to mention that this song has it's unusual. This song has three massively popular songs in it in this movie. Right, it's got Thriller. Mm-hmm. It's got Burning on the House, and it, We Are the Champions at the end. Yeah, it's got three we enormously famous movie, songs in it. I mean, yeah. really. That's something you don't you don't see. Much. Now, did they have to pay them? For, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So okay, because they have the rights. So yeah. Oh yeah, they had to pay. So them. what? Every time they play it on TV or something, they get paid for having their song yeah. on there. Yeah. Gosh, we need songs. Right, right. <laughs> All you need to do is uh is uh write "We Are the Champions." Like, oh, I'll write "Baby Shark" and another version. A famous case of that falling through the cracks is Debbie Carapine Cincinnati TV show. Mm-hmm. It was all about a radio station. They played all right. the music of the day from the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. But after the show ended and they weren't really doing syndication, yeah. they let all the licensing lapse. And yeah. when people wanted to do DVDs and stuff like that. They, right. The licensing for all those great songs was so expensive. Yeah. They put oh, in fake wow. songs. Yeah. They got if it was the the Who's classic whatever, they got some fake band to redo it. Yeah. Oh, um, and really? it sounded horrible and awful. Yes. And eventually, the producers, the people realized, we'll still make enough money. We could pay the licensing fees as big as they are. Mm-hmm. And by putting the original music back in, they even made more money because people wanted to hear that, even little snippets of that classic mm-hmm. late seventies, early eighties music. That yeah. TV show. Oh wow! And there's a really good example of uh, that kind of thing on Cheers. Um, <laughs> Cheers, one of their late episodes, one of their Halloween episodes. Might have been ninety one, ninety two. There's an episode where I can't remember if Sam was pissed off or something, and he hit the jukebox and started playing the Monster Mash. And about a couple <laughs> years ago, I was watching the same episode, and he hit the jukebox, and it's some, it's actually another one of that guy Boris Pickett or whatever, one of his like vampires what? dance or something. Like it's because the Monster Mash was too expensive, so. Yeah. Okay, so good question for that. Yeah. Like with MTV, is yeah. that why they stopped doing nonstop music videos and started doing like little shows and stuff? Yes, uh, uh, the licensing they had to pay for, the, for that music was probably more expensive. <laughs> but if they did a half hour hour show, if they produced themselves, they get all the revenue <laughs> from it instead of having to pay someone else. To play it. Yeah, but yeah, but that killed them, really. Uh, it, it, 
don't change. think that's the main reason they stopped. I think it was just the reality shows were so cheap compared to, to yeah, compared to how much they had to spend right, for right. licensing. Yeah, but yeah, the music television doesn't play music. VH1 was brought around so they could do that. Yeah, and even they started to slide. Away yeah, well, I mean, like, what about The Simpsons with um, Married with Children? Do you remember they were like the little skit cartoon skits they were having between that? Was that like something like a cheek fill-in? No, oh, you thing? mean on Tracy and, Ullman, you mean? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Tracy yeah. Ullman. And they had something else. Uh, I don't remember. Well, Simpsons was the little little things in between on Tracy Ullman sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was the rights to Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, Tracy so then Ullman then, tried to get her money out of the Simpsons, and she never did. Really? Yeah, which, you know. Oh, wow. Okay. Probably because they uh, they were too cheap at the time to tie up the rights to the animation, so that you know, they were paying for just what they were getting per episode. Mm-hmm. So that when Simpsons made their own TV show, it yeah. was too late yeah. for Tracy Ullman to get her cut because right. she uh, didn't make him sign the more ironclad contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and she's talked about that many times. I've heard her talk about that, but yeah. It's crazy what you learn behind the scenes, you know. Yeah, and, and then she misses out on the biggest TV show of all time. <laughs> oh, right. Well, also, uh, and along the same lines, to be off the movies a little bit, uh, for a while there, uh, How I Met Your Mother, you know, they have all these things in the bars. Yeah. And the TVs would be playing in the background with commercials. Oh, yeah, And yeah. what they would do is they insert brand new commercials. Yes. Or new products or new whatever. Uh-uh. While yeah. Playing, and basically they were getting additional revenue for these new ads. Yeah. So like if someone's walking by a bar and buy by TV in a bar and it originally had a commercial for Target, which was one which was paid for mm-hmm. by Target way back then. Well in a new syndicated episode it might be Amazon or it might be a new movie coming yeah. out. Or it might be a yeah, this album is... that's about to drop. Someone else would pay to put their advertising in that. So mm-hmm. they would digitally insert it into the T V playing in the background. That's yeah. crazy. I don't yeah. know. So they would make additional revenue off of. Uh, yeah. I know some like weird movies like Serial Mom. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they would have like these off brand everything, but right. cosmic porn cereal. Yes. So you thought the movie right, right. was something about <laughs> <Yeah>. cereal. <laughs> and from our TV show, we had to cut out a lot of the labeling on things. And the reason was two. One is uh, if you don't get permission, you'll oh. be sued. So you had to have a generic, non real thing. That's why you get. Uh, ODOs cereal mm-hmm. instead of Cheerios. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a made up brand. But by the same token, if Cheerios says, well, we'll, we'll pay to have our Cheerios, Cheerios in because mm-hmm. it's cheaper and easier to have a box of Cheerios than ODOs. Yeah. And you pay a little bit more to get that ODOs right. um, than you would you're going to the grocery store and buying Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it all has to do with money. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the tagline for this movie. They've been laughed at, picked on, and put down, but now it's time for the odd to get even. Their time has come. Oh, their time always yeah. will come when you're in there, man. <laughs> and uh, this is, uh, of all the movies on my list, this is one of the handful of taglines that I definitely remember. Like, most of them are just like, I didn't even know them, they're yeah, forgettable. But this one is one I remember for sure. Like, and uh, Did yeah. you ever think your time was coming? No, sure. It's about to. Oh, a yeah. year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half, man. Your time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, the Bechdel test on this movie. The what? Bechdel, Bechdel test. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Judy. We had uh, yeah Betty. Betty. 
had some of the girls in the sorority. I can't remember the names. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think this movie yeah. passes the Bechdel test. Even the uh, Omega Moves, right? They didn't really know their names. No, any of their names except for his. And they didn't really talk to each other. Except for Lewis's girlfriend, yeah, Judy you know, Gilbert's girlfriend, and yeah, no Judy. Yeah, they wouldn't even talk to each other when they were at the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't think this passes. I'm like, no. you, you don't even want to talk to the guys, but talk to each other. <laughs> kind of weird. I put it just to put it on there, but yeah. I, there's no way they yeah. can test no. on this movie. No. No. <laughs> they didn't want a woman's opinion at all. No, mm-hmm. no, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get back to the uh, the story in the movie, and uh, the uh, Alpha Betty's let the pigs in the house, oh, yeah. and this is where uh, they go by on the on the back of a flatbed truck, moon them, and they all moon them. They pull their pants down. Oh and moon yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. E i e i o and. Oh, after I saw that, I wanted to moon everybody on my yeah. block. <laughs> really? Yes. Just last week? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is where they said it's time to get revenge. And, Moonlight uh, titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, this is where they uh, hatched the plan to uh, put the cameras in the sorority house. And uh, they're all dressed in black and uh, they're all like, with ropes and climbing through windows and uh, yeah. drilling holes in the ceilings with the silencer with the silencer yeah mm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, I like uh, there's one little scene here where Betty Childs is walking down the hallway and you see her sniffing her armpit <laughs> when she's walking down <laughs> no one's watching that's a little that's a little scene that always makes you giggle what is that movie what is it Superstar yeah Superstar <laughs> Yeah. This my friend and this is my friend. Together they hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's a little, you know, they see them all like, you know, whatever. Probably came from that movie. Yeah. Putting the cameras everywhere. And, uh, yeah. After they uh, drill that first hole and they're putting like the little periscope thing yeah. down there, they didn't really show the room or the perspective. I got to think those sorority pie girls got to be the most unobservant people yeah. in the world yeah. to not notice a big old hole in the ceiling with a camera yeah. coming out of it. Yeah. But back then, cameras weren't even a thing, you know? Like, right. You would right. never think something like that. Mm-hmm. I would imagine in True, that but year. They did show the one part where the hole was being cut in the ceiling, and you would notice that big old hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the woman sitting there brushing her hair with her shirt off, like, oh, okay. Like yeah. women actually did any of these things. You <laughs> right, know, we're, right. we're just sitting here alone, like, Wait a minute. looking all sick. You're saying yeah. they didn't? No, I this just ruined all your. Yeah. I, I ruined all your teenage yeah. years. Except for sniffing your Oh no, that that definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you might have saw us picking our nose like booger or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Letting yeah. out a fart or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, you see when they finally get caught, you see uh, Lewis talking to Betty, saying "Panty raid," <laughs> and they're all like going running out of the uh, house, and all the women are chasing them. So growing up, there's this guy. I'm not even going to say his name, but he was a panty sniffer <laughs> and he literally took one of our friends, well, one of, you know, some mutual person hung mm-hmm. out with and all her panties. I'm talking, they hung out all the time. Like they were mm-hmm. best of friends and everything. She had millions of panties. Always in the store, always panty shopping. Couldn't find them. She's like, where are my panties going? She went and looked like he's like, she went to his house and uh, he had under his, went under his bed. He left or was in the, I don't know, something. There was a trash bag. I'm talking the big black trash bags, nothing but full of panties. Every one of her panties. Wow. Yeah. Men uh, love this shit. That's creepy as hell. It isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Yeah. You never sniffed a panty before? 
Maybe, but uh, not on the sheep or what? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I didn't keep them in trash bags under the bed. Yeah, <laughs> I wore yeah. them on my head at night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they say uh, I think Burger says uh, you know, when they have the big woman who's like the uh, I don't know the house mother or whatever mm-hmm. says step aside, Mama. I want to see some of that muff. <laughs> and then Takashi says hair pie, hair pie, hair <laughs> pie. We love that hair. Yeah. And they get back and they're watching the cameras and uh, they're all like up all night and they're panning down whatever for the cameras and they're showing different no. rooms. Now, do y'all like hair pie? Hair Are y'all pie? hair pie fans? I'm a fan of hair pie. Yeah. You absolutely. Are? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Booger says, uh, I want Bush, pan down. <laughs> and they see it and they see Bush and he's like, we've got Bush, we've got, we got Bush. Bush. And Takashi says, hair pie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, it's time to take revenge on the Alpha Betas, right? Yeah. So they get liquid heat, and uh, Takashi sneaks into the uh, locker room. Of course, the trainer explains to the quarterback what liquid heat is. You should. Hey, good thing I dilute this. Right. You should, have, you should try to see when I don't mix it with water. So he sneaks. Uh, they put the liquid heat on the jock straps, and uh, they're tossing it like, Takashi says, like a salad. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, all the Alpha Betas get out there on the football field, and John Goodman, the coach, is talking to him. Like, we got to win. You know, got to win homecoming. We know homing so we can get a bowl game. We get a bowl game, we can get a shot at whatever. And uh, and they're all jumping around like, you know. They're all feeling the heat. Cr- right, right. And they all go running. And he's like, and he says, hit the showers. They'll go running around, and uh, John Goodman says, "Shit, we got we forgot to practice." <laughs> and we'll be back right after this. Frankly, I'm not too wild about this next event, but it has become a tradition here at Adams, the belching contest. Yeah! Our first of two finalists, Frederick W. Polowatsky. Ogre, you asshole. Uh, ogre. And from the Lambda Moo team, Dudley Dawson. Booger. 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 All right. Booger. Rahim Taj. Uh, excuse, please, but why do they call you Booger? I don't know. What are you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. You feeling anything yet, Takashi? Oh, Booger, I feel nothing. Oh, you better have another hit, though. 
Okay, Takashi, what do you got? Well, I think I have a frush. What the fuck is a frush? A frush. Oh, well, see, I got two sevens, and two sevens beats a frush. Oh, oh, thank you. What's mopery? Mopery is exposing yourself to a blind person. Yeah, she's a nice girl. Big deal. Did you get in her pants? She's not that kind of a girl, booger. Why? Does she have a penis? You gonna eat this? Okay, okay, Takashi. Now show me your cards. Okay, two and four kings. That's good, yes? No, no, you got too many kings. Oh. So you gotta get rid of these. Here, oh. we'll take three of these kings out, and we'll replace them with three fresh cards. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Here we go. When do I deal? Well, you gotta win a hand first. If any of you guys got dates besides Gilbert? I do. Yeah, but that's with a guy. What about you, booger? I've been out combing the high schools all day. Hey, guys. Wonder joints. I say we blow the fuckers up. This is bullshit. I want Bush. Pan down. Oh. We've got Bush. Oh, hell pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back on here on the podcast talking about Revenge of the Nerds on 100 Movies I Love. And next thing up is... Uh, Talk about the Homecoming Carnival, which uh, we learned that the Lambda Lambda Lambdas need to win uh, to take care of the, or take control of the Greek Council. And the first thing up is the tricycle race. <laughs> and one movie, this is one, this is one movie, this movie is definitely bad about uh, exposition in this movie is a little Expedition? ridiculous. Little exposition? Over the top. Yeah. Where... You know, Takashi is going to be riding a tricycle, but they explain to him before he starts because the tricycle race, he's got to, they got to chug a beer every lap. So before he actually takes, he's like, this is the pill that counteracts alcohol. Well, of course, he would have known that ahead of time, you know, but. What pill was that? Was it like Viagra? I, I don't, I, Did they even make that? No, no they, they, they called trichloromethane or something like that. Yeah. What but it, was that? it was a made up. Yeah, it's oh, made oh, up. It was something made up. But exposition is like, when you know you got to tell the audience about something about the story, but the way they do it here is a little clumsy. Yeah. In other words, Sakashi's not going to be doing it and not knowing that's happening. You're mm-hmm. doing it for the. It's like when they explain the silencer on the the drill. When yeah. Putting the cameras in. Yeah. Isn't the drill going to make Lamar noise? doesn't know. It's got a silencer on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's one more in here somewhere where it's completely whatever. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, they're uh, riding around, and uh, Takashi's riding around. And Bicycle Built for Two was playing in Japanese, which is great. <laughs> now, what, what killed me was that they're, pick, they're chugging a beer every lap, but it takes you to like lap 16 or 17 for all the people before anyone right. starts falling off right. the course. 15, 16 <laughs> right. laps through, there's like 10 or 12 of these people on tricycles, and they're just now starting to fall over. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a little early. Yeah, I think it right. should have been at least nineteen or twenty before the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a little whatever. What it's kind of college kid can't chug fifteen beers? Yeah, to stay on a tricycle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
the next uh, next competition is the Trojan Horse. And Ogre is on there with the Alpha Betas, and they're basically just holding him with ropes, trying to get him. And he's drinking out of a trophy, drinking oh, beer, and yeah. spitting it up in the air. And uh, they lose on that one yeah. for sure. And uh, next, they have the arm wrestling competition, and Booger wins because he puts snot on his finger before he starts, <laughs> when he starts the the the, rate, the competition. Now, let's point out that. The Lambda Lambda Lambdas are losing to the sorority girls. Right, right, right. The only fraternity guy mm-hmm. is Ogre. Yeah. And he almost loses to one of the Mega Moves. Yeah, yeah, he does. They've got all <laughs> they've got all the, the guys versus girls in each one of them. I don't yeah. know how they work that out necessarily, but yeah, that's true in the arm wrestling. It's all guys versus girls. Um, <laughs> and uh, the tug of war. Uh, this was great because you see the Alpha Betas first play another fraternity and they destroy him and they all pull him into the mud. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the mud puddle or whatever. So the, the Lambdas, they have no chance of winning. So they just let go of the rope. And the Alpha Betas all, all fall, fall down. down. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> so the Javelin is next. So you see a couple guys who really know what they're doing with Javelin. And Ted McGinley, he really. Looks like he definitely knows. I mean, he's an athlete. He looks like he was, I'm sure he was an athlete. He's in great shape. And then uh, there's another, there's the other exposition. The uh, Armser is an expert yes. at aerodynamics. He developed a, 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 limp, a limp-wristed throwing style for Lamar. Who's oh, yeah. And he runs like this. <laughs> he's running with the javelin. The javelin's just wobbling. Yes. <laughs> and when he throws it, even a normal. Yeah. Yeah. And of course he wins. So um, the next thing is they have the uh, you see the kissing booth um, where uh, Betty is waiting, and uh, Lewis comes up, and uh, he's got like a hundred tickets in his uh, in his hand. And they say kiss this nerd. They put the uh, the house mother or whatever. And uh, so you see Ted McGilling walk away, and he's dressed like Darth Vader, and Lewis is kind of dressed sort of the same way. So he puts a black Helmet on and a black. Uh, he, he grabs. Right. Oh yeah, he stands, grabs. helmet right. and right. face mask. Right. That he that he put down because he's taking on the kissing booth. Yeah. The guy's side, and he's dressed similarly to him. Right? Yeah. And he follows Betty into the uh, funhouse. Yeah. House of Mirrors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he meets uh, Betty in there, and like, let's go do it on the on the moon, and they go into this place called the Moonwalk. And uh, this is this is a part that uh, many people have a problem with this movie today. Uh, you know, it was rape, basically, and <laughs> it was rape. Well, you know, he was pretending to be somebody else. She wanted to have sex oh, with her boyfriend, right? Right. And he was right. pretending to be her, right? Right. But oh, hey, God. like you say, if right. it's eaten, it ain't cheating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is this is something people bring up about this movie today. That basically it was kind of rape. So. You know, but of course, Betty was like, oh, are you nerds? Are you nerds this good? You know, (laughs) um, and uh, so next you see uh, the uh, Lambdas have their uh, booth and it's called Eat a Pie for Charity and pie is spelled P.I. And uh, all they have is a all you can see is a, uh, you know, aluminum foil bowl pie tin with with whipped cream and they're in first place. And why is it? Ogre gets in line. And he's like, oh, this why, you know. 
he takes the whipped cream out and it's a picture of Betty and topless, <laughs> and he's putting her picture in every uh, every pie tin. So eat a pie for charity, and, uh, and then Ted McGilling's like, "That's my pie." <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you see the, uh, the the like little talent show thing, and this is one I I must have noticed it, but I forgot the one fraternity row 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 where the guys were doing row 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 your boat. Yeah. And the girls were below. Yeah. And like the guys who row, row, row your boat. And then the girls stand up and say, Merrily, 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 merrily. The girls wipe their wipe their faces off. Yeah. They were down there blowing the guys. <gasps> in theory, they weren't, but for the for the comedy. They were down there. Did you catch that first time? I caught that. I, I didn't. Know. But they were I they were wiping their faces off. <laughs> um and uh, and the alphas and the pies were doing theirs uh um, they were cross-dressing. The guys were dressed like cheerleaders, and the girls had football uniforms. Well, on. just so you know, that women my age and below don't want to be under rowing your boat <laughs> unless you shave it. <laughs> shave oh, <okay>. the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You don't want any extra dental floss. No, no. definitely not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's embarrassing later with your family. You pull out a hair. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> good to know mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh one of the other fraternities does a little comedy skit which is a dirty joke that i love when i was a kid what was the dirtiest thing ever said on tv ward i think you were a little hard on the beaver last night <laughs> and uh and then we get to the lambdas uh their talent show and you hear little, fireworks to start little electronic music yeah <laughs> yeah and uh recently i saw uh Someone on uh, Facebook posted uh, on the 80s group, I think, um, a picture of Lewis and Gilbert, you know, pretty much the yellow, whatever, raincoat type. Devo-ish. Devo, with just carrying an audio system. And it just showed them on this Facebook. And it's like, don't even say you know 80s music unless you know who these guys are. Because <laughs> we're not a real group. Yeah. But, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, the, you have the fireworks uh, going off to start the show. And... Uh, um, you have uh, Booger playing uh, dressed like Elvis, Booger Presley, and, mm-hmm. Booger Presley. and uh, you have uh, Poindexter playing electric electric violin, and they say the boys in the moves are clapping along, and uh, and Takashi had the Takashi had the gong, the gong and dressed like a Native American, he, yes, yeah. <laughs> Indian headdress, right, and uh, and then Lamar comes out with the Michael Jackson, yes. Billy Jean jacket. The red, red, red leather jacket with zippers on it. Yeah, he's great dancing and rapping. And then Wormser comes out just like just like him. Mm-hmm. You know, on a break dancing thing. So, in 1984, a movie about break with break dancing and it was going to oh, be a popular thing. Yeah, I need to bring that back. Yeah, these kids today they're like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok. And, yeah, and the it's obvious when they're done. They clearly like they won. Like everyone's like, yeah. Crowd's going crazy. They win, and then uh, the uh, the football coach is on there with the football uh, players, and they're basically not going to put up with the shit. But then the Lambda 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 brothers, all the black guys show up. They got some funk music playing in the background. We got the funk. Yeah, yeah. It's a word to Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then Gilbert definitely seen that might be played a little differently today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gilbert's up there speaking. Uh, 
know, he's, they won't let him speak, but then the lambdas show up and they let him speak then. And uh, this is after, well, the alpha betas pushed him in the, in the water to pond or whatever it was. And this was after the uh, alpha betas had gone over the house and trashed it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, they did. They already trashed the house. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Gilbert's on there talking about, you know, when, no one's ever going to be free until nerd persecution ends. <laughs> and uh, and then the movie uh, ends with, uh, you know, We Are the Champions is playing. Uh, so great. And then they start chanting, and this, and this time it's positive. Nerds, 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 nerds. nerds. And everyone's chanting, but it's in a positive. positive Heck yeah, nerds got to win it, man. Yeah. Win it in the yeah. end one way or another. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's how the movie ends. And we got, um, so time to talk about uh, who's your guy in this movie? Oh, who's your guy? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Scully. Oh, okay. James Cromwell. Jamie Cromwell. Jamie Cromwell. Yeah. Um, we'll bring up a little bit of the, tr- the trivia, the laugh. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, Lewis's laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James Cromwell brought it to the set. And apparently he actually... Uh, after seeing the movie, realized that he was uh, copying his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but he he hit, hit the laugh first, and everyone, all the other nerds heard, and like, hey, just copy as much as we can. So uh, yeah, Lewis yeah. and uh, Gilbert's laugh was copied off uh, James Cromwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so I mean, kind of sublime in the role. Yeah, but he's still fond of it too. So yeah, I, I liked him. Yeah, um, I think I'll pick uh, Takashi. It was just uh, it's a I don't know. Is that hair pie? No, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a lot of uh, I don't know, just easy jokes about him not speaking English very good, <laughs> but he had a lot of funny moments in the movie for sure. So I think he's my guy. So, Crystal, who's your guy? Oh, Booger for sure. Booger. Yeah, I like his, his, he has no care in the world, he says yeah. whatever's on his mind, dirty, perverted, he's gonna try, try, try again. He's like Seth Rogen of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that Seth Rogen modeled his life after him, probably. Yeah, the scene of the dance where he's dancing with the scene two. Uh, oh, the two girl. Chicks. He's thinking about it, he goes, oh, you move, sure know how to dance. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you mm-hmm. know, you know, after Imagine After College, like, if anybody's going to get the girls, it's going to be him. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, look at Seth Rogen. Like, he's hot when he's not because mm-hmm. he's fucking cool. He's hot. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, time to talk about the villains. I'm going to run down the top ten villains list so far. Um, at the bottom, we have uh, War from Three Kings, Jack from The Shining, Nazi Germany from Great Escape, Rusty Nail from Joyride, Defense from Falling Down, Buddy from Baby Driver, Hans Gruber from Die Hard, Bricktop from Snatch, and the Xenomorph from the movie Alien. And number one is Nurse Ratchet from One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. So, who do we think the villain is in this movie? I think it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. The villain is mm-hmm. Stan Gable. Stan Gable, yeah. Leader of, the, yeah. leader of the uh, Alpha Betas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's definitely the he's definitely the villain in this movie. He turned into the Al Bundy of shoes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, does he make the list? Does he make the list? This is such a... No. Yeah, I agree. No, War is up there. War from Three Kings. Jack from The Shining. Oh, uh, Jack, of course. No. 
I wouldn't put him on the list. No. no. He's, he's just an Al Bundy. He's more of a... I'm cool in high school and college. Yeah, he's more of an elfish douche. Douche. Yeah. Right. What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's not evil. He's just he's Opus the bad guy. Dude. But he's not evil. So yeah. He doesn't like to be sure. Well, he's, he's evil the, enough, but he's just not evil enough to make the list. Yeah. Not with war up there and Jack and Shiny. Yeah. He uh, just can't be outdone by a nerd. Now, if he was yeah. like uh, like uh, raping the moose and killing people to get his way and doing all these really horrible things, he might make the list. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the context of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's he, mm-hmm. he can't make the list. Mm-hmm. Oh, and part of the backstory of the movie, which was supposed to be in the first one but didn't make it to the third, was that his brother's a nerd. Hmm. And he really loves his brother. So hmm. and that one of the plot points of the third movie. Oh really? If you're a fan of the series. I've seen third movie, but it's been like literally since college. Did he kinda join the nerds? They all eventually Team up, right? Become, yeah. I don't remember. Ogre becomes there. Yeah. One of the nerds, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Ogre becomes a nerd. I yeah. think it's number four. Yeah. Yeah. They all eventually do. Yeah. Uh, um, watching it again, it did kind of uh, irritate me that the uh, the girl Betty switched sides so easily, and yeah. that Lewis would just go ahead and accept her because he wanted her. We would think he'd be smart enough as a nerd, yeah, to realize she's. No good. No good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that falls on most people, you know. It takes people a lot of bullshit to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's time to talk about the list. Uh, Paul, where would this be on your list? This would not be high on my list. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it could be on my list. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty old, pretty dated. It was a lot of fun when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we as a society have absorbed it. Mm-hmm. Moved on, so have I. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't put on the top yeah. 100. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, where would it be on your list? Would it make your top 100? Absolutely not. Yeah. Nah. But it yeah. is on your top It course. is awesome. But it is on your yeah. top 100. Yeah, it's on my so top the 100. The question is where? Where is it on my top 100? Where is it on your top 100? Um, oh, and you said what, 37? I've got the list of movies. Before Your Virgin was 34. Yeah, 34 there. It's gonna be like, my, I don't think this is very high on your list. You know, we don't have a lot of movies in the 70s, so I'm going to go about 75. Crystal, what do you think? I'm going to go with 41. 41? 91. 91. Oh, yeah. Even further well, we down. Should have than figured, then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not on our list. Not, 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 yeah. Not 91. It's, uh, it's one of the movies that when I put my list together, because I rewatched every movie on my list and another. 30 or 40 movies that I thought were close enough. This must have been on the fence with a few others. and It was on the fence. This and Police Academy, in my mind, are equal. You know, now, if the yeah. future holds that we can't even see movies like this anymore because of stupid Mona. Right. You know, <laughs> it might go back up in the list because yeah. there ain't going to be shit else made. Yeah. We're wearing a mask and run out of six movies. feet apart. Yeah, <laughs> as we're recording this, AMC is just yesterday right. reopened the theaters for the yeah. 15 cent day. Yesterday was their 15 cent day. Oh, that yesterday day. was the day. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. With a lot of uh, rerun movies and yeah. maybe one new thing. Today, another new movie coming out. Uh, I think the Russell Crowe movie Unhinged. And then hopefully in the future, if uh, things go as good as they could possibly, mm-hmm. we'll have more movies. But if it goes as bad as it could be, mm-hmm. it could be the end of theaters. Yeah, yeah you're or right. At least, or at least until they get the, the Rona under control. 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to be replaying anyway, so it may end up up there one day. Mm -hmm. But I think that once they, and they'll come up with a vaccine eventually, once they do, uh, things will be more normal-ish after a while. But I think... But ish, that's the thing. For life, that's going to be ish. And the time it takes to get from here to there, some people will give up on what they're doing, their job, Mm -hmm. uh, movie theaters may give up, some Mm -hmm. stores have already given Mm -hmm. up. Uh, you know, we can't do this, we can't do that. We're not making the money. Mm-hmm. Um, some have, are converting. Yeah. You know, converting to uh, some stores, converting to order online, pick up on the curb. Uh, yeah. We're more of a warehouse now. You really can't come in, that kind yeah. of thing. But I mean, a lot of a lot of Walmarts, I remember that. They, they're about to convert. The drive in. The drive ins and free the parking lots. Yeah. And yeah. I remember, like, we have, the only one we have anymore left is with the Starlight. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny, just Moreland? before Moreland, the yeah. shutdown, uh, Didi and I went down yeah. there and saw a double feature, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, it uh, is fun, yeah. And, uh, but like the, the week after we were there, they shut that down as well as not The, the Moreland's? The yes, Starlight? because although you were in your car, the separate the concessions and everything else, and the bathrooms, those were all community, and you yeah. couldn't really... They were open right. for a little while, but then they shut Plus, down. Uh, although, is it still shut down? No, I believe it's actually open oh, again. Okay. Yeah. I believe they, mm-hmm. they they figured out how to you know control what they need to control. Um, other theaters are also like I said opening up, mm-hmm. so it all depends on as things open up as they have, how uh, smart or foolish people are, and how things spread. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of schools opened up and then shut right back down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foolish. Yes, it's yeah, so movie theaters, yeah, they could be the way of the past, or they could morph into something drive-in-like, more drive-in-like, or yeah. or something else. I always thought, uh, you know, a lot of sports teams are playing empty stadiums right now. Yeah, that's true. But I, I've always thought that they could figure out some way to segregate X number of seats mm-hmm. in like a little pod area in their own yeah. little bubble and have more people in the stands yeah. separated from each other. Yeah. So a friend, yeah, a friend well, of Georgia Tech and, and Georgia are getting ready to play, and they're basically saying twenty percent capacity or something. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm thinking instead of you know all these seats are empty and there are a few that are there, that you create little bubbles. Yeah, um, that people will sit in, just like the uh, the box seats up, yeah. up in the middle level. Yeah, those oh, are yeah. all segregated. Mm-hmm. Why not do more of that mm-hmm. down below? All mm-hmm. segregated boxes. Mm-hmm. So and. You know, control the way in and have more people uh, watching the sports in person. Um, you're not going to have at this point in time the open. Well, I know that the open I, viewing that we had in the past. Yeah. Somebody we know had it last year. We went to a um, a, a summer thing. You know, and they had fireworks and everything, yeah. but they had Jaws playing mm-hmm. on a big screen while everyone was in the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, seen that. Like that. Veneer has done a lot of movies on the, on the lake too. Oh yeah, I heard you something. Come like up that, on your yeah. your boat or your little this, or little that, and that's just basically driving. I mean, everything's probably mm-hmm. turning into podcasts and different things and reality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these. You know, I, I think movies yeah. would really be a thing of yeah. past. So what we want to see is going to be really reruns for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants to see anybody with masks and six feet apart. Yeah, six foot apart. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's another thing. Uh, I think right around now, a lot of productions that were halted or not started. Starting to ease back into it, see what they can do. Yeah, like Stranger Things is coming yes. back, and a friend of ours' daughter is going to. Well, was what last year supposed to be in mm-hmm. it? They permed her hair, cut it, all that, dyed it. Mm-hmm. Jeez, they've been waiting. So in yeah. September they're going to start filming again. But I mean, it's mm-hmm. been well, yeah. not a year, but, but once since this whole thing started, production start actually 
get on the ground and doing what they got to uh-huh. do to figure out if they can actually get it done or if there's, you know, yeah. health problems. It could shut things down for longer. It just sucks because even you have all these actors coming in the day of and say your main actor or any of the actors, and they, you know, even if they do the little head beforehand, you know, mm-hmm. scan for your temperature and mm-hmm. everything else. There's like, so many people. One sick, then you have to shut it down for how yeah. long? Two weeks. <laughs> I mean, you're wasting everybody's time. On our time, show, yeah. there were dozens of people at any given point in time, you know, and that was one we were wide open mm-hmm. you know, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, even to make any, shoot any scene, there's got to be dozens of people that got to be there. Yeah. Even with masks and everything behind the camera, you still have to worry about some fool mm-hmm. yeah. who's going to bring something in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Another six months and we'll know. Mm-hmm. How things are going. Yeah. Or how things are yep, not going. Yep, it's mixed with the flu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so next uh, next feature we talk about is what didn't make the list. And this week I'm picking a movie that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the current movie. It's just something that barely missed the list. And that's King of Comedy. Uh, Martin Ooh. Scorsese yeah. movie. Uh, I don't know, maybe De Niro. De Niro and Jerry oh, Lewis. Sarah Bernhardt. Sandra Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I just recently watched Joker for the first time, uh, the new Joker that came I out, and it's all good bit of it is based on King of Comedy. Jerry Lewis plays a Johnny Carson type talk show host mm-hmm. that everybody knows and loves, and Robert De Niro is a crazy fan who's delusional about how funny he is and wants to get on. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Yeah, and wants yes. to get on his, uh, and it's a. Martin Scorsese movie, um, and a uh, great movie, but I just just missed my list. And yeah. then it's reversed in the Joker, where and Joker, De Niro, De Niro is, is the talk show host, and Joker is, and Joaquin Phoenix is the. Although Joker. actually, the Joker is pretty funny. Yeah, really. As far as he knows. Yeah, yeah, yep, he is. Um, but that King of Comedy, it's a it's a great. He's movie. so funny, he slays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, time to talk about plugs. Uh, Paul, do you have any plugs? Anything you want to plug? Um, let's see. What friends of the nerds? Uh, not particularly. No. no. I think anything I'd like to add in there. I'll plug uh, Weird Al. Weird Al, because I love Weird Al. Weird Al's first came album came out when I was probably ten, so I was the perfect age to be a lifelong Weird Al fan. Yeah. Uh, great. He does every kind of music. He also was a big video director for a long time, too, because he knew how to do everything. He knew oh, how to yeah. do rock, country, rap, yes. R&B. He knew how to do every style of music, so he was a big video. And he had his own movie completely about him. Right, 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 exactly. UHF. Yeah. Um, Is it on the list? No. No. I recommend it. I'm yeah. UHF? Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Plugs it. Go watch UHF. Yeah, that's a good movie, yeah. Uh, Crystal, what's your plug? Any plugs? Oh, gosh, what is that movie I just saw recently? Was it Dirt? The Motley Crue movie? Oh, The Dirt. Is, is it The, the Dirt? Dirt. Yeah. That's a really good it's movie. It's Netflix original watch. movie. It is. I mean, they're totally just it. dumb as hell. But right. yeah, but the thing is, I like the reality. Yeah, it, it's Things good. about bands and people, and they're completely honest. Is that based on a book? Yeah. Yeah, it was, was, a it book. Really? it was based on the book. Yeah, based on the book. And I mean, read I just it, like, but yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was funny and then just like and really raunchy and yeah. obscene because he had Curry his own porn. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he was famous by yeah. a lot of things. And yeah, it was 
was great. It was great. Oh, I saw it about a year ago. It was great. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, I've not seen that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, good. it's worth checking out. It really is. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you need anything you care about, but then you watch it and you're like, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I remember about Motley Crue is uh, probably 84, 83, 84, somewhere in that mm-hmm. range. Shout out the devil? Uh, no, um, I was working for the uh, Atlanta Journal Constitution mm-hmm. in the home delivery area. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came through on the, I guess, the Girls, Girls, Girls tour. That have been 85, probably. And yeah. uh, apparently the uh, radio mm-hmm. that they used on the tour bus back and forth was the same frequency that all the uh, delivery people, managers <laughs> used oh, at yeah? AJC. So they got to overhear all of the talk going back and forth. Really? Oh, for uh, cool. the Molly crew in the middle of the night as the tour bus was here and after, after oh, the really? concert and all that stuff. So they got to hear lots of interesting yeah. Sounds like side it. stories. Sounds like it. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we'd like to thank Crystal Michaels for being a guest on the podcast. Yes, uh, Ta-da! Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I'll be booked. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, so some talk about we do what we're doing next week on the episode. Next week is going to be our second recap episode because it'll be, uh, I believe, our 40th episode. And we're going to talk we're about around 20. Yeah. And next week, we're going to talk about uh, review a lot of the movies we've done recently yeah. and the history of the show. And so you'll have a few stats. Yeah. Yeah. Stats of uh, box office and stuff like yeah. that. And so that's what we'll do uh, next week on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said leave him alone. What did you say? You heard me. I'll break his goddamn neck. He doesn't you will do nothing of the sort. Don't touch that boy. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Says who? Says me. You asshole. Hold it, coach. You just hold it right there. Okay, kid. Say what you got to say. Thanks. Uh, I just wanted to, to say that, that I'm a nerd. And I'm here tonight to stand up for the rights of other nerds. I mean, uh, all our lives, we've been laughed at and made to feel inferior, and and tonight, those bastards, they trashed our house. Why? Because we're smart? Because we look different? Well, we're not. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. I 
Gilbert. I'm a nerd too. I just found that out tonight. We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. I know there's alumni here tonight. When you went to Adams, you might have been called a spaz or a dork or a geek. Any of you that have ever felt stepped on, left out, picked on, put down, whether you think you're a nerd or not, why don't you just come down here and join us, okay? Come on. Hi, Betty. Hi. Just join us, because, uh... <laughs> no one's really going to be free until nerd persecution ends. I think I'm going to let these boys live over at the Alpha Beta house while you and your boys rebuild theirs. And where the hell are we going to live? Yeah, what about us, huh? Your jocks go live in the gym. 